the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. We might have a little fun along the way. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program is dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Primarily on our program today, we will be talking about the Extraordinary events of this past week, of course, where the much-anticipated Mueller report, um, I guess, essentially uh, was revealed, and um, and which exonerated uh, President Trump. And uh, you know, Mueller, after after I don't know how many years and how much millions of dollars spent, uh, apparently was not able to find any tangible evidence or any evidence uh, that would lead to um, any kind of um, I guess legal consequences or consequences of any kind other than political um, any wrongdoing on the part of President Trump in, in regards to the so-called collusion, which in fact I think that um, it's increasingly become being revealed, the truth being revealed that this whole thing is basically a big hoax and um, which is really really a tragic, sad day and going to be uh, for America. And that any elected official, any president would have to kind of deal with, would have to deal with the the kinds of um, extraordinary attacks that President Trump has had to deal with, that the American people have had to have had to uh, endure, and specifically the role of the mainstream media. That's the the topic that I'll be addressing primarily today, because really, if 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 our if our so called mainstream media, which is the overwhelming majority. Uh, sadly, still of the way that most, many people, million, certainly uh, tens, if not hundreds of millions of Americans, get news and information that, uh, sadly, many of them you know, trust and, and, and take as, as accurate and credible. Um, if we'd have had any kind of le- you know, legitimate media, and I would say certainly in that, that reflects what... <laughs> What our society uh, in, intended to be legitimate media, um, not, you know, none of this would have ever happened. Uh, it was it was this, the so-called mainstream media, which fueled and and gave the fuel and the energy to to this whole uh, hoax, if you will. And, and that's what I'll be talking. The the the, the quote <laughs> quote journalism in America is 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 broken now, and. Um, and it has serious consequences, and this whole so-called Russian collusion, I hate to even mention that phrase, because there was no Russian collusion, and I don't even want to even even keep that, you know, continue to even 
keep that word or that image you know, in the public domain, but kind of have to because it because because just it's it's a reality of, of what what's going on and what what certainly President Trump and what America has had to deal with. But um, if if we had a decent, <laughs> credible um, media, people that that understood basic journalistic principles, basic journalistic fundamentals, that, that this would have been, uh, this whole thing would have, would, would, have, would have just petered out, you know, uh, you know, right off the bat. It wouldn't have gone on and on. And um, so anyway, that's, that's what we'll be talking about a little bit as we go about on the program today. In fact, if we had, you know, legitimate media, they would, um, there would certainly be more than a few jur- journalists out there trying to find out why this hoax was 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 orchestrated and continued to be per- perpetuated who is responsible for wildly inaccurate information that led to this whole um, so-called Mueller in- investigation and that's what we would be seeing and hearing a lot more about than we are now now are there are pockets of people actually doing that Rush Limbaugh has been extraordinary in his efforts to try to get the truth to the American people. Others have well. Um, of course, that's uh, certainly a driving mission of our company, our parent company, Salem Media Group. In fact, right here on our airwaves, um, FM 105.5, the answer, AM 660, the answer. You will, you know, the, the talk show host here, such as Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, many of the others, um, have have done a great job of of <laughs> covering this situation accurately, even though most of them are, are technically opinion people, uh, not so called quote technically journalists. But anyway, my point is, it's a sad, it's a very sad day in America when the country, not just the the target, which in this case happens to be President Trump, but it's a very sad day, no matter who it is. If it was President Obama, any president, if it was Jimmy Carter, if it was Ronald Reagan. Franklin Roosevelt, John F. Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, doesn't matter who the actual individual is. The tragedy is that an American president has had to endure an, an American presidency, regardless of who the actual specific person is, and the country has had to endure all this massive conversation and massive distraction uh, over essentially a hoax, and that the very people whose responsibility it is. It, ha- it it should be, and that is the people in the media, in journalism, to dig in this thing. You know, try to find out what's going on. Use their investigative talents. With I don't, I don't know if there are too many people in in, in so called journalism in the media uh, that even have uh, investigative talents anymore. Uh, certainly don't see that. Certainly not in the mainstream media. But anyway, if if the if the if just the media were 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 functioning correctly, if they were exercising their very important, uh, some would even say sacred role to be the the watchdog of, of everybody, the watchdogs of the system, to be the advocates for the citizens, to uh, to hold uh, governmental agencies, and that includes the FBI, that includes uh, special prosecutors, um, that includes um, the CIA, uh, people on the inside, it's especially the people on the inside, to hold them accountable for the actions that they were taking, um, this whole thing never would have gotten to the point where it, where it is. 
So, but anyway, it, it's certainly a breath of fresh air that, um, and it's almost shocking to a point, to a certain extent that Mueller, you know, that th- this thing is essentially, um, you know, th- I don't even know the correct terminology, but essentially that um, Mueller couldn't find any dirt, if you will, on legitimate dirt on President Trump. And, um, and uh, hopefully that closes the chapter to a certain extent. Now, I hate to even phrase it that way because it doesn't close the chapter because certainly as, as long as, as Donald Trump is in office there are and we're witnessing it already every day um, the left the hard left the Trump haters are not going to relent even the Trump haters on the on the right the never the the the, the, the never trumpers on the quote conservative side of things are, are they're not going to relent they're they're not going to throw in the towel they're not going to say okay uh, you know the, you know we had nothing. Um, let's move on. Let's uh, continue uh, to, to function uh, in our con- in our legitimate constitutional role as a loyal opposition, emphasis on loyal, um, and uh, you know try to advocate our policies, try to legitimately um, thwart things we don't like that Trump's doing, things like that, um, in, in within the legislative system, within the the confines of a loyal op- opposition. Uh, well, that's that's not going to happen, you know, and and you know, so we might as well just prepare ourselves for that. That uh, this this unrelenting drumbeat of 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 Trump hate is just is going to continue. And the point is to to understand it, acknowledge it, and 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 not be uh, influenced by it. So that that'll be a big topic uh, on our primary topic on our program today. It'll be primarily just you and I today, which is great. Um, and we'll pick this up a little bit later in our show. But before, in fact, that was <laughs> that was supposed just to be kind of like a minute or two opening statement because I had some other things I wanted to share with you in this segment. But anyway, that kind of lays the groundwork for what we'll be talking about in our next couple of segments on the show. Um, you know, I guess the, the, the bottom line to try to sum it up succinctly, which is almost impossible to do, it's a breath of fresh air that this thing is going to be ending, that you know, you know President Trump is not going to be... An, um, continue to be tortured by this and um they're going to be you know and certainly um praise god it's not going to go any further um but it's also really a sad there's no other way to look at it other than sad and disappointing and discouraging and and and, and depressing that this whole fiasco took place in america in 2019 that it was allowed to take place by a by a lapdog left-wing media which are which are have, have completely abandoned any concept of 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 journalistic journalistic mission, legitimate journalistic mission, legitimate journalistic principles, and have just now become nothing but left wing uh, opinion uh, um, opinion people, uh, left wing advocates, and, and and especially advocates for the the the, the Democrat Party in general, and um, the, the left wing, the extreme left wing of the Democrat Party at that. So. That's just that's my takeaway on, on that situation, and it's going to be something we're going to have to be prepared to continue to deal with. I will say um, that once again, I think that we're incredibly fortunate. America is incredibly fortunate, and I was even blessed to have somebody with the incredibly unique talents, and not only talents, but uh, psyche, psychological makeup that Donald Trump has. Because I don't know of literally any other human on the planet 
or in this country specifically that could have endured what what Trump has had to endure. Uh, you know, from the, literally from the day that he got elected to office, or before, even during the campaign, but especially since he became president. And it takes an incredibly special person just to be able to uh, to even want to fight that battle. But that's part of the unique psychological profile of, of Donald Trump is that he is a fighter. He is a battler. He obviously believes strongly in in his core principles, the things that he believes in. He believes strongly in the way that he goes about doing things. And I think that's a that's a great thing. And and this is obviously this little conversation is going to take up um, all of our first segment because we're going to be going to break in just a minute. But I'll close this segment um, this way, and that's by talking about the tweeting. I still hear people, heard somebody, had lunch with somebody the other day who's a Trump supporter that is, is I guess, concerned about the tweeting or thinks uh, you know, Donald Trump's uh, tweeting is, is a negative. Personally, I see it as a huge positive. And what I, you know, and you don't have to, and the thing is, Trump is very, very skillful at what he does. He has a, an agenda and a game plan, and he knows exactly what he's doing. There might be a time or two where he might just lash out, and but I, but on the whole, and I would say ninety five percent of the time, if if not ninety nine percent of the time, every, every tweet that Donald Trump makes is part of a, an overall agenda, and he's got a he's got a um, he knows exactly what he's doing. But anyway, I see the tweeting as as part of his combative personality, and it's just part of the makeup of who he is, and and. And I encourage him to be who he is. I want Donald Trump to be Donald Trump, and, if, and that includes tweeting or, or not. And um, and also, it just um, I think he uses it very skillfully as well. But anyway, we're up on our first break. We'll take this break, and we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Central Florida's connection to news, views, and interviews. Important to you. And this is my turn. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Talking about an important topic, we're talking about the events of the past week where the, you know, I guess the Mueller um, investigation, if you will, is uh, apparently they're going to be ra- they're going to be ending. There's um, no... S- serious thing they could apparently hang on Donald Trump d- despite how much they're trying they've tried and um it's a breath of fresh air for many of us for the country and but also the flip side it's also uh, sad and depressing that this whole fiasco this whole sad spectacle uh, was a- it was able to go on for for about 2 years um and you would you would hope that in America this kind of thing this kind of witch hunt would not be able to take place, um, but it, it it's an example of of the reality we're living in right now. I want to, um, and we'll be talking about that more. That's the main topic of our show today, and specifically, I'm going to talk about the role of of the of so called journalism, which essentially is dead now. Uh, certainly, it's dead at the mainstream media level, which still, sadly, is overwhelmingly the way that most Americans uh, consume their news, and. Um, so we'll talk about that. But before we do, I have some important announcements I want to share with you. First of all, I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know, especially if you've moved to the area recently. I know we have 
new listeners to our show every week. We have new people who have just moved to Central Florida uh, recently joining us every week. And I want to let you know, you know one of the most <laughs> trying, if you will, uh, disconcerting uh, things that, that we can do is to find a place that we can trust that that does good work, that's competent and skillful to take our car, our vehicles, when they need um, to be fixed, when they're broken. Um, that's a jungle. I've experienced that jungle uh, quite a bit in my life, and I'm, that's why I'm so enthusiastic, so pleased to let you know about my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, I've been taking my car to Sheeler Auto Repair for over 20 years now. In fact, the way I found them, my father was taking his vehicles there, and he recommended them to, recommended them to me. I encourage you to get over to see if you have any kind of problem with your car, truck, SUV, van, any other vehicle. I encourage you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, I would encourage you to go over there, get an oil change or have a, an inspection before you have trouble with your car so you get start to get to know those guys. No problem is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair, and of course that's where I take my car, as I have said. In fact, I've been taking it there for 20 years. They're located at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Get over to see Demetrius, Odysseus, Dave, all the guys at she- all the gang over at Sheeler Auto Repair, and te- please tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. Also, have an important announcement about a really fun event that's taking place at our friends over at St. Barnabas Episcopal School um, on Tuesday, April the second. And on Tuesday, April the second, you'll have the opportunity to experience science like no other. And that's at the St. Barnabas Episcopal School Family Science Expo. St. Barnabas Episcopal School invites you to join the fun. At St. Barnabas Episcopal School, students display their creative and scientific talents at the 2009 Family Science Expo. It's Tuesday, April 2nd at 5 p.m. at St. Barnabas Christian Episcopal School. In addition, science-based organizations are encouraged to join the fund by providing unique activities for St. Barnabas Episcopal School event visitors. The St. Barnabas Science Expo sparks curiosity, passion, and interest for you and your family. Don't miss the St. Barnabas Episcopal School Family Science Expo, Tuesday, April 2nd at 5 p.m. Located at St. Barnabas Episcopal School, it's located at 322 West Michigan Avenue in DeLand, Find out more at S-B-E-S-Y-E-S dot org. That's S-B-E-S-Y-E-S dot org. Now, I'd like to continue our discussion specifically from the, the role that the media, a.k.a. journalism, which you know essentially is, 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 is a thing of the past, sadly, Legitimate, objective, fact-based journalism. Where, where is it anymore? I, I think it's essentially gone. Um, it's, pl- it's basically played in the Trump presidency, and, and I would say has played in the rise of the millennials as a, as a force, and the fact that you know, I you know, <laughs> I'm of the opinion that many of the millennials are, are sadly misguided. Of course, not talking about every single millennial. Uh, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't wear it. But we just need to own up and start to recognize that we've got a whole generation of Americans 
And I think essentially the term millennial basically broadly, roughly, um, refers to people that were born after the year 2000 um, or, or near around uh, around that era, at least anyway, uh, maybe a little, little older. Um, just have a have a, a completely different set of core values <laughs> than than. Uh, for lack of a better term, those of us who believe in traditional American values. And I think there are some very, you know, significant reasons for that. I think the biggest reason, two biggest reasons, these are just my observations, certainly not scientific, um, is the influence of, I won't even call it liberalism, I'll say left-wingism in the public school system. And particularly in terms of a strong code of political correctness. And what we're seeing, the millennials are the first generation um, in this country to come along and to go through the entire liberal slanted, left slanted public school system from kindergarten through college. Um, And I think we're seeing the effects of it. Uh, These people have essentially been inculcated uh, if not indoctrinated into a core of values, set of core values that are, I would say, and even antithetical to the traditional American values. Uh, they got an incomplete, improper um, teaching about the the role of religion in our society and the role of religion that was intended by the founders, the role of religion that was intended by the First Amendment, which clearly states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. You can't get more simple and basic than that. Um, The government is not to interfere with the free exercise of religion. Now, that whole concept has been completely turned upside on its head to the where we've got a whole generation of Americans who think that the Constitution prohibits freedom of religious expression, especially Christian expression. So anyway, that's just one example. But 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 I mean, this is a situation we have to deal with now. Um, now we've got tens of millions of Americans, and these are the people that are going to be making decisions about our future and you know make of the future of the country that have a completely false perspective on the role of religion in our society. Of course, the proper role of religion is first of all is is and to paraphrase Alan Keyes is. As Americans, we must acknowledge the authority of God and have respect for the role of God, specifically in in our country. And and our rights should be exercised only with the respect for the role of God. Um, when we and, and even more succinctly, uh, I think Ronald Reagan, you know, once again got it right as he always seemed to always do. The day that America ceases to be one nation under God will be the day that we become one nation gone under. And now I think it's a legitimate question to ask, um, are, are we, certainly, d- d- do we as a country, and I'm, when I say we, I mean everybody, I don't mean just um, conservatives or people that have traditional American values, I mean the country, the, ma- the majority of people in the country, regardless of, of their political persuasion or identification or um, want to want to be one nation under God. And I would say we've got 
obviously tens of millions of, you know, hopefully it's not in the hundred yet, but we've got millions of people that do not want to be one nation under God. And that's a huge problem. And I agree with Reagan that the, the day that as a majority, um, as a truism, that America ceases to be one nation under God is the day that will be one nation gone under. That's just one, one aspect. So basically the millennials have a completely, many of them, different perspective on the role of religion in our society. It's not the Alan Keyes perspective. It's not the Ronald Reagan perspective. It's not the, it's not the uh, John Adams and George Washington and Alexander Hamilton perspective. I would even say um, it's not the Thomas Jefferson perspective. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a left-wing perspective. And it's that religion needs to be pushed completely out of the public square. And, um, and religion, especially Christianity, is some kind of nefarious, um, you know, uh, um, irrational, uh, negative force in society that, that must be eradicated and, and, and pushed, pushed out of the public square and, and out of the public schools. And so that's, I mean, when you've got now certainly millions of people that, that have that persuasion and, and certainly I, I would suspect, I, I, I would, I would advance the notion that the millennials got that way by, by being indoctrinated in a, in, in left wing curriculum in public schools. Um, you, you've got a problem in your society. Um, cause the whole core principle of our freedom, uh, is based on the authority and respect for, uh, for an all powerful God, benevolent, all powerful God. That's where our rights come from. Um, endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. Okay, they came, the rights came from God. You move God from the equation, there's no justification for individual rights. At that point, the state moves in, and now you have just actually have justification for an all-powerful um, political state, an all-powerful government where there are no individual rights. Very important fundamental question, and it's something that we see uh, played out every day. Now, sadly, we've got, as I said, tens of millions of people that, that don't buy in uh, to even even understand that concept, or and certainly if they even understood it, wouldn't wouldn't buy into it, wouldn't believe it. Um, Another thing, obviously, this whole economic issue, um, it, it's been disconcerting for, for many people, um, everyday people, just like you and I, to see how the people like Bernie Sanders, Alec, you know, Al, A, AOC, um, Alexander you know, Ocasio, are, others are advocating Socialism as as a way of life in America as as, as policy as a, as a economic system that we should go to and adopt, and they are getting extraordinary support. I mean, Bernie Sanders would have won the the Democrat nomination for president if, if the Clinton people, Donna Brazil, uh, um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz hadn't cheated him out of it. That's and that's a that's kind of a chilling perspective. You know, you've got an an avowed socialist. Advocating you know, American socialism would would have been the Democrat nominee. That that means you've got a lot of people that are buying into that and believe it. And that's what we're dealing with every day right now. Anyway, time for the next break. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. And this is my. Turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today, and we're just talking about kind of the state of the country right now. Um, you know, it, I've never seen a political landscape like we have now. I, 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 I'm not 
I think it's yeah. I'm I'm discouraged by it, frankly, or I may be depressed. I don't I don't want to use the word discouraged. Uh, yeah, just time for you and I to do our parts as Americans and to lovers of freedom and to try to push back against the forces of socialism, the forces of left wingism, the forces of political correctness that want to stifle and stamp out all aspects of freedom of speech. We just have to acknowledge that these are powerful forces now in our country, and we, you know, our role uh, is to um, push back against it and continue to advance constitutional principles, the principles that Thomas Jefferson so eloquently stated in the Declaration of Independence, and do our part in the fight. Um, before we go back to that discussion, I, of course, want to give a shout-out to our good friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic, and let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain and his associates at St. Germain Chiropractic have been voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. And let you know that if you're in pain, I encourage you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN, especially if you've been in an accident or especially an auto accident. If you're in pain, call Dr. Patrick St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain also has worked with athletes at all levels, from elite high school and college athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Dr. Patrick St. Germain, proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. And of course, we want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions supports our program they support every single program you hear on our three stations, FM 105.5, The Answer, AM 660, The Answer, and 1520, WBZW. Back Florida Door Solutions was the very first sponsor for 1520, WBZW. And um, I want to encourage you that if you have any kind of garage door problem, to call Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions has your solution. They are a family-owned business. They were founded by the Cook family, who continues to own and run Florida Door Solutions. They are, are based on the old-school principles and the old-school foundation of doing good work and providing quality service for their customers. That's Florida Door Solutions. You can find them at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com or just be sure to tell them no matter how you reach them. You can also call them, call them the more direct route at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now, also, before we go further, I want to tell you a little bit more about our friends Vito and Rhonda over at Network Sound and Video. Of course, it's great to get the reports that many of you I would say not even a few, but many of you are contacting Vito and Rhonda and getting them to do great work for you, preserving your precious memories, getting them in up-to-date media that you can now once again enjoy, and not only that you can enjoy, your your family and loved ones can enjoy. And um, so I want to thank you for that, and thank you for letting Vito and Rhonda know that you're hearing about them on our, on our show, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. But I also want to just let you know that briefly that we have some very important holidays around the corner. First of all, Mother's Day is coming up in May. After that, there will be weddings, anniversaries, 
reunions, graduations, and especially for Mother's Day, literally, I cannot think of a more perfect gift than something that could be produced by Vito and, and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. Um, you can take your old pictures, which I'm sure if you're like me, <laughs> they're in numerous boxes um, scattered who knows where, closets, dresser drawers over in the corner somewhere. Um, they'll help you get those organized and you can get them on a wonderful DVD or flash drive. You can just plug them into your computer and you can watch them um, in um, many different ways. Of course, you can email them and text them and um, to friends and loved ones all around the country, around the world, actually. Uh, they'll really just help you get a handle on the things that are imp- have been important in your life, pictures, video, VHS tape, 8mm film, photographs, you know, wh- whatever you have that you want to get in better shape, even if, even if it's um, becoming corroded and damaged. Um, Vito and Rhonda can get it. They can fix it if it's broken. And they can compile it in a way that's much easier and much more efficient to enjoy. And which, as I said before, you can share um, via DVD, via email, uh, via text with all with your friends and loved ones and your family, your family especially. That's that's Network Sound and Video. You can find them online at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Or you can... Call them. You can go old school and call them at 407-834-8555, 407-834-8555, or just drop by and see them. They're conveniently located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood in the Merritt Center. They drop by and say hello. They'd love to see you. That's Network Sound and Video. Please be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Well, we've got a few more minutes for our discussion, and... So I'll try to hit the the high points, the bullet points, as we wrap up our our discussion on this topic right now, which is kind of hard to do. But um, the first point, um, you know, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is personally, I'm thanking God that Donald Trump is our president. I mean, in fact, I think that Trump, from my perspective, is literally reminds me of of Old Testament biblical characters. <laughs> um, you know, the flawed person, the the person who's got, you know, numerous flaws in their personal life or their life in general, who I think was literally chosen by God to represent um, forces of, of good, if you will. I think that Trump's unique personality, his combative, aggressive, in-your-face personality is exactly the tonic that America needs right now. And, you know, I mean, that's the forces that not only Trump is dealing with, and don't even want, I don't even want to personalize it because to, to personalize it, you know, de-emphasizes the big picture. And, and make no doubt, most of the people that hate Trump, I would say 98% of the Trump hate is not just directed at him. Now, of course, his unique personality is a part of the equation, and especially the fact that the left, liberals, the media especially, the left-wing uh, media, um, 
has never had to deal with somebody who fights back before. They've never had to deal with somebody they can't kill off. And that's an incredible phenomenon that I think is largely going unreported, is the fact that certainly in my lifetime, I would say maybe the exception of Ronald Reagan, of course, they never came at Reagan the way that they're coming at Trump, because actually back in his day, you did have legitimate journalism. It was slanted to the liberal perspective, but still there were core principles in journalism, CBS News even, um, who I would say back in that era was was the more slanted liberal, um, still had basic fundamental procedures and um, guidelines of what they would and would not do, what they would and would not put on the air of how they would report stories. Uh, the bias was, was much more subtle back in those days. Um, now it's just all out open attack and uh, without any regard, not only without regard to fundamental journalistic concepts such as um, objectivity, uh, fact-based reporting, um, but but without any regard to, to the truth. <laughs> so it's a whole new landscape we're in. And, you know, finish up the point there, Trump is more prepared to deal with it than, than I think any human on the, on the face of the earth, really, but certainly more prepared to deal with this kind of landscape than anybody else, the, quote, conservatives, Republicans, the, the traditional Americans, however you want to define it, uh, would be able to have as their leader. So that's one thing I, I want to share with you. And, um, you know, the the other thing that um, really disturbs me because, you know, I chose to to go into literally journalism. I chose that as a as a career path, as a profession back in the days when I was in high school. That's that was where I made my choice to, where to go to college. Um, University of Florida. Pleased and proud to say I have a journalism degree, a degree in broadcast journalism from the School of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida, which at the time was recognized as um, one of, if not the leading college journalism school in the country. Um, now, they're still recognized as that, and I have I shudder to think what might be going on up there right now. But um, so anyway, this is something that's important to me uh, personally, and to see the profession, which is which is a, a very um, outstanding profession, an admirable profession of journalism to be completely corrupted um, by people with not only a left-wing agenda, by leftists with a left-wing agenda, but but who are have no no regard for any journalistic standard, for any fundamental fairness or objectivity or facts or fact-based reporting. Um, to see people that completely have taken over um, the, the media, the mainstream media, is, is really very disturbing uh, to me personally. But it's something that we have, a reality we have to, we have to understand, we have to, to, to be prepared to deal with it. And you know, like I said before, the only way I know to deal with it is to make sure you do find credible sources to consume information. Um, you can find those right here. Of course, I'm very proud and pleased to say that all of our, all the stations right here on the Salem Media Group radio stations uh, are, are, are dedicated to traditional American principles. Also, you know, places, of course, like, like Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh show, the Fox News still, Fox News is slipping, which we all know. Um, but still, there's still somewhat of a fr- breath of fresh air, or at least they're um, still an alternative. They haven't gone full-blown left wing. Um, so there are some pockets that you can get decent, accurate information but the first thing is to 
be aware that most of what you're going to see and hear um, in the so-called mainstream media is going to be extraordinarily biased from a left-wing perspective. And the way to deal with that is to make sure that we are informed with the truth and that we push back against it. That's the most important thing. Don't just accept um, a rollover or, or, or get discouraged and give up. We're going to, each of us is going to have to keep pushing back in our own individual spheres of influence. And that might be um, one person. <laughs> for most of us, most people, it'll be more than one person. But anyway, that's the message for today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.